Hello there, listeners. Thank you for joining me on a Flare for VIP Events podcast. It's Laurie Arbor Lloyd, event freelancer and VIP specialist. Speaking of VIP events, as I always do, of course, I'm away at an iconic one right now. And I'm in London for a few weeks, and I always spend a lot of time here in the summer for work, and I absolutely love it. It's my favorite place in the world. So I love discovering and chatting about cities around the world. So answer the question below. If you're on Spotify, what is your favorite city in the world? And I would love to chat more about it. If you're not on Spotify, send me a message on my social media. One of the things I love, not just about London, but any city, is all the things that you can do in the summer. In the UK, the sun comes up so early in the summer. It's light by 4.30 in the morning and still light outside at 10 p.m. And I always feel healthier with the vitamin D, the increased activity, going for walks. I usually like to walk instead of taking the bus or the underground, unless it's raining. There's all kinds of summer fruits and vegetables. And I also get to see friends who use London as a layover on their way to their holiday elsewhere. So I get to see a lot of people that I normally wouldn't get to see, which actually happened last week. It was really, really nice to see an old friend. And obviously, there's summer holidays. I'm going to Cornwall this summer, and I've never been to Cornwall, so I'm really, really excited. I'm also going back home to America. So, I just rattled off a ton of things that are all about health. So, you can see why today's episode is about self-care. Specifically, self-care before, during, and after a long-haul VIP event. And it's not rocket science that we have to take care of ourselves mentally, physically, and emotionally at events, but there are a ton of tips out there about health in the event industry, so that's why I'm specifically talking about long-haul VIP events that last over two weeks, and I'll even give you one of my unpopular opinions about self-care. So if you've never done a long-haul VIP event, this will help you before you even need it. And if you're used to doing long-haul events, I hope you get some new ideas. So let's get started. Welcome to A Flair for VIP Events. Join your host, Laura Yarbrough-Lloyd, a VIP event planner, as she takes you behind the scenes of the VIP world. Learn the strategies, network, and mindset needed to work at iconic events like the Olympics, Academy Awards, Wimbledon, Royal Weddings, and more. And tune in for tips on how to work with celebrities, athletes, and world leaders, how to be or hire a VIP manager, and how VIP management will skyrocket your career. All you need is a flair for VIP events. So I mentioned that I'm busy working at a long-haul VIP event in London. The event itself is two weeks, but the preparation before means it's a month of being away. And long-haul events are different. They can be three to six weeks at a time, and that's so much time that you can develop some really bad habits. Or start showing up as not your best self. It's really tough when you have to eat food provided for you, live in a hotel, worry about expenses that may or may not be reimbursed. It's a minefield when you do a long-haul VIP event. And I used to treat event jobs like this like vacation. But when you're doing several long-haul VIP events per year, you quickly realize that's not vacation. 
It's a job and you can't be in extended holiday mode without discipline and healthy habits. And you can't neglect the things that keep you showing up as your best self. And it's taken me a while, several years in fact, to develop good habits while I'm away from home. But actually, self-care starts before I even leave. So I'm going to share my routine and tips before and during long-haul VIP events, including my post-event reset. You need to go into VIP events, especially VIP events, looking and feeling great, both mentally and physically. If you look and feel great, it helps with the obvious anxiety, burnout, and physical health, but one thing you might not have thought about is imposter syndrome. Showing up looking and feeling great can help keep your imposter syndrome at at bay. So stay tuned for an episode on imposter syndrome at VIP events. That's a huge topic to get into, and I don't want to go off on a tangent yet about that. But as I said, a lot rides on your appearance and being able to blend in while looking professional, and your appearance is greatly impacted by your mindset and mental and physical health too. There's a lot of mind games when you're working at a long VIP event, whether it's getting run down, dealing with the excitement, but also dealing with tough situations, and that can become cyclical and just happen over and over. You're excited, then you're down. You're excited, then you're down. And also worrying about everything happening or not happening in your business while you work at an event for multiple weeks, sometimes over a month. So I want to get into this by sharing my controversial or unpopular opinion on self-care first. Self-care is not relaxation. It's not pampering and it's not indulgence. Okay, those words are not synonyms for self-care. But you do need to do those things as part of your self-care, but not just those things. And here's why. Setting yourself up for success is self-care. That's Laura's definition of self-care. Think for a moment, what does success mean to you and what is your long-term vision for yourself personally and professionally? What would you have to do to get to that point? All of those activities that move the needle towards your long-term vision are self-care. And the things required to do that may involve relaxation, may involve spending time alone and unplugging, may involve eating well and exercising well and going for a walk. But it's not just that. It's doing those things that make you show up as your best self in the short and long term. But here's why this can be unpopular. It's doing things that sometimes you don't really want to do. All the fun and relaxing things are nice, but for me personally, more often than not, those things don't really solve any of my problems or even make me feel better. And there are different versions of yourself, just like there's different versions of me. There's Laura, the event professional who works at VIP events. There's Laura, the coach. There's Laura, the family member. And often we tend to think of ourselves as a singular entity, and that's where a lot of relaxation and taking walks and things like that come into play when I hear people talk about self-care. But all the different versions of future you will thank you right now for doing things that may be hard, annoying, or tiring in this moment. 
caring about your future self's success and happiness so much that you do things now that you don't want to do is true self-care. And I'm not saying don't relax. I'm the queen of relaxing. I take like two bubble baths a day and love pampering. But you can't just do that. And even when you do, you need to know why you're doing that. What's future you asking of yourself right now? So I'll give you an example of how this comes into play at a VIP event for me. If I'm working at a VIP event, there are a lot of daily expenses, whether it's on the underground or a cup of coffee or a train ticket, etc. And I hate doing admin and tracking expenses. But future Laura thanks me when I log those on a daily basis. Future Laura thanks me especially because Laura now doesn't want to do that at the end of the long day. And that is self-care because I'm caring enough about my future self and preventing anxiety in the future, even if I hate doing it for 10 minutes on a daily basis now and I'm really annoyed about it. Another version of self-care, which I do pre-event, is I start diversifying what I eat. I'm a creature of habit, and I have the same thing in the morning, the same thing at lunch, but you can't do that all the time at events. Try eating in player dining for three to four weeks at a sports event. They don't have that specific salad dressing or yogurt that I like to eat. So what do I do? Do I go for something that's exciting like pasta at the pasta station and say, well, it's kind of like vacation because I'm not at home. And it's just easier to go for something like that than really put into the thought into something healthy. Or have I set myself up for success long before the event even started? I set myself up for success pre-event by experimenting with my food. And you know why? Making those decisions pre-event carries over to the actual event. And when I or anyone eats well and fuels ourselves in a way that doesn't make us crash mid-afternoon, we feel good. We feel energetic and we're proud. And because of that, we stay on top of things, we're happy, and we do a good job. So the professional version of future you will thank you if you do this kind of self-care pre-event, even if all she or he really wants is eating the same salad every day. I know I'm boring sometimes, but I like consistency. So I'm going to run through a list of things quickly for pre, during, and post VIP event that I do for self-care. And yes, it does include relaxation, but also some things that I don't want to do in that moment. And this is something that we work on during my one-to-one program for event freelancers who want to book VIP events. It's part of the roadmap and the event week blueprint and one of the bonus topics that we cover. There's a lot included in that, in the strategy, networking, and mindset work that we do together. And if you're interested in that, please check out the link in my episode notes. But for now, let's dive into my self-care and you may pick up some new ideas and things to try. Okay, pre-event, my self-care theme is organization, which is probably the lamest word to tie to self-care, but... Anyways, I'll start with what I've just mentioned. I start varying my lunches and meals every single day. You never know what you will get on site, and it's easy to be creative with meals and make it healthy and nutritious if you've been doing that all along. And this is especially good if you're easily tempted or make impulsive decisions like I do. I start making that variation and interesting food weeks in advance 
because it allows me to do my best work at the event because I'm not developing bad habits. The second thing that I do, and you should too, is start setting boundaries, automize your marketing or any work that you do on systems that you have so you're not worried about what's happening when you're working 12 plus hours a day for multiple weeks. This is self-care because you're thinking about future you and you don't want to be distracted on site if you're working but your email and texts are going crazy and you haven't posted online and you haven't outsourced your work or delegated things or whatever it is that you would normally do over the weeks. Okay, another thing I do is I get my hair and nails done. Obviously, it's nice to look good if that's a priority for you. And one thing I'll get into on a later podcast episode is image. And you probably see me talk a lot about image and etiquette and having a nice appearance if you follow me on Instagram. Having that magnetic and professional polished image is so important at VIP events. I feel more confident at VIP events and in life in general with my hair and nails done. So I set myself up for success by getting my hair and nails done and some other pampering regularly, especially pre-event. The bonus is that it's fun and relaxing because remember, self-care is not necessarily always fun. And other things I do pre-event is pack light because it's exhausting when you travel with a lot of um, things and you show up and you're sore from heavy bags and sweaty. Not only that, you'll look like a hot mess, no pun intended. And I plan what days I'll do laundry so I don't wake up one day and realize I don't have a clean uniform. Laundry is self-care. I said what I said. I download TV shows that I'll watch only when I'm working at an event and go back to my accommodation in the evening and watch it. And it's nice to have that to look forward to. And especially when you really want to watch it pre-event, but knowing it's like an end of the day treat for me while I'm on site and something that I'll watch as I get ready in the morning makes it even more fun. Okay, so during the event, my theme is healthy and It's when I have the most fun, too, because I'm already working a lot during the day. I've automized things to keep working for me while I'm away from my computer. So now it's time to just enjoy life. I have a nice kit that I pack that has a travel-sized diffuser with a nice lavender oil. And I bring pictures of my family that I put in cute little travel photo clips. And I have a fan and satin pillowcase and blanket and just some fun things like that to decorate my room. Um, I got some smart app controlled like fairy lights and they change colors and so those are really fun and all of these things mean that when I come back to wherever I'm staying in the evening it feels homey. I also put post-its all over my room as well. And some have phrases like, wow, you're working at whatever event or, you know, whatever it is. I want to be proud of myself. And those are good reminders. But also, and probably more important, there are post-its that are there that remind me to do things. Things to do at the end of the day or grab as I'm heading out the door. And you're probably like at this point, post-its are not self-care but I tend to forget things or I can't remember if I did them or not. So these post-its allow for the success of future me. Remember, self-care isn't always relaxing or fun or glamorous. Another thing I do when I'm working at an event is I network. The dreaded word, network. 
Okay, but networking isn't like I'm going around handing out my card and asking for opportunities at different events. It's building relationships with different people, especially on different teams. I make friends with security guards who I may need to call on, and I make friends with people who work in different hospitality suites or different player service area. It builds camaraderie, and Future Me thanks me for starting to build genuine relationships and network because that's how you get work. 80% of your work is through people you know and referrals. So yes, networking is self-care. And as I mentioned before, at the end of the day, I track my expenses, but I also take the time to write in my Google Docs, which I can do right on my phone, things that worked and didn't work during the day. And it can be things related to me and my routine, my self-care, my work that's happening, um, things going on behind the scenes in my business or things on site. And it's really boring, but future me thanks me now because she won't remember those things later. And some other things I do are plan and budget for some special or fun meals that I'll treat myself to instead of playing things by ear. Um, Even if it comes through Deliveroo or Uber Eats, I'll plan a couple fun things to do while I'm away if I have time that I normally wouldn't be able to do at home. Um, And if someone wants to go out at night after work, I actually suggest brunch the next day if we're able to. Um, because I don't want to show up at work tired. I would rather go to work refreshed. I do free workouts online. I play games on my phone like Scrabble uh, with people who are at home so we stay connected when I don't have time to do a lot of texting or calling. And I clean up my room every night so I can find everything in the morning. So you see, during the event, self-care is a mix of relaxing and organization, which is why I consider it all healthy healthy physically, mentally, and emotionally. And all of those things provide not only a good work-life balance for those weeks, but also allow me to show up in the short and long term as the best version of myself, even when they are things that I don't want to do. And that brings me to post-event self-care, and my theme is fun. So we've had organization, healthy, and now we're at fun. And at this point, I've done things in the previous weeks that I'm thanking myself for, the relaxing and fun and administrative self-care I did before has paid off and I'm able to jump into another project soon and not worry about what I just finished, but I just focus on the fun first. So some of the things I do post-event, I have a grocery list in advance that my husband will get and you could also have them ordered for delivery or pickup if you don't have anyone to get that for you. And that allows me to get back into my normal routine. Sometimes it takes me a while to adjust back into a routine after something like a vacation or a busy period, so this gets me back on track quicker. And I just want to avoid the post-event slump where the exhaustion hits and adrenaline is gone and I get sick. So making those smart choices when it comes to food and whatnot, I think we can all agree is self-care. But not until I have one exciting meal first. Okay, I have always gotten a Papa John's pizza when I get back from an event. I don't know why, but I've been doing that since the early days of me living in China Whenever I'd go away, whether it was the 28-hour travel day to or from America or go to an event, I would get so 
giddy over this Papa John's pizza that I was going to order when I got back, that it's become a tradition. So definitely treat yourself to something and make it a tradition post-event. If I'm with someone, I always go for a milkshake. Um, Logan from the Better Events podcast and I started that when we lived and worked in China and did a post-event milkshake and that was a really fun tradition. Another thing I do is schedule something fun for one week after I get back, but I challenge myself to only do it if I accomplish a few things during the week. And that can be whatever you want it to be. So my post-VIP event is like a one-week reset in the form of a challenge and a reward at the end. And the great thing about post-event is that I stayed organized and healthy pre-event and during the event, even when I was tired and I didn't want to be doing it. Sometimes it was boring, sometimes it was annoying, but that was self-care. So a lot of talk about self-care, including that unpopular opinion of mine that relaxation, indulgence, fun, alone time, pampering, and so on aren't what self-care is. Self-care encompasses a lot of things, and it can be hard to see that what you're doing is actually good for you, which is why self-care isn't always fun. And relaxation, fun, indulgence, and so on, at some point can make you feel guilty or unhappy with yourself if you have trouble with moderation or something like that when it comes to food or rewarding yourself. But I think to sum it all up, we cannot be the best versions of ourselves if we're tired, unorganized, and forgetful. And that's why some of the activities we do to counteract those things are self-care, even if they're difficult. It's easier to set ourselves up for failure if we don't realize what self-care actually means. And I think it's such an important aspect of VIP events because while a conference, for example, may take three to six days in total of on-site preparation and execution, a VIP event could take three to six weeks, not to mention the entire VIP aspect of it. It's a different ball game when you add VIPs into the mix, especially at iconic events that the entire world pays attention to. You're responsible for the success of that event and doing that mix of fun and boring self-care activities contributes to that success. And if you're showing up every day as your best self, then you're moving the needle towards your longer term vision. And as I mentioned before, this is included in my one-to-one program for event freelancers who want to book VIP events in the roadmap work that we do in the Event Week Blueprint. And you can read more about that via the link in my episode notes. And if you're on Spotify, answer the poll at the bottom with what self-care activity you're going to try at your next event or VIP event or send me a message on Instagram. And if you're still with me, remember to take care of yourself pre-event so that the during and after is enjoyable and you don't need to have as many breaks. You don't need to have as much time alone. You don't need to check your phone and email. Self-care is a lot of things, but it isn't just pampering and indulgence. 
It's ensuring your future happiness and success. And if you pay attention to this now while you're working at VIP events, you will absolutely smash it in your VIP event career and really, really enjoy and be grateful for being behind the scenes at the world's most iconic VIP events. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this new episode and learned something that will help you achieve your event goals, whether they are to work at iconic VIP events, to manage VIPs, to create VIP experiences, or to hire the right team for your VIP event. If you found it useful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. For more VIP resources or links to my social media to stay up to date with a flair for VIP events and get all the behind the scenes content, you can visit my website, lauralloydevents.com, find me on Instagram and YouTube at lauralloydevents, or on LinkedIn, I'm the only Laura Yarbrough Lloyd. See you next time when you undoubtedly will have a little bit more flair for VIP events. Cheers, everyone. Bye.